Welcome to episode 235 of the Uncore Gamers. I'm Dan. And I'm Adam. I'm Davis. Now, listeners at home, you might be wondering why we haven't put out an episode in the past three weeks. You might not even care. Uh, surely my inbox was not overflowing with uh, questions about it. But I feel an explanation is due. I caught the COVID. Not the Rona. Yeah, so you caught it... Uh... What was it? You were out on Ocean Ave tongue-kissing prostitutes outside of 7-Eleven? How'd you get it? Well, I mean, uh, doctors never said I couldn't do that. I was using them as a face mask as I walked into businesses. Really on those doctors. Yeah. I mean, they said I could catch a lot of things by doing that, but they never said Corona was one of them. Uh, Live and learn. Live and learn. But you're feeling good now. You're feeling well enough to record your voice. <laughs> yes. I am feeling good enough to do that. Also, you know, it was Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that. People were busy. Families and Zoom calls to families, I guess, for some people. Yeah. But hey, guys, it's a new year. We did it. Woo. Everybody was so excited for that number to change. One digit completely changed everything as we can see as we can hear <laughs> as, as you can hear we put out another episode how's that for a change are you not entertained maybe Adam's dream of getting the new uh, logo will finally happen this year uh, yeah that's kind of on you buddy <laughs> yes yes it is but hey you know there are corona delays yeah, that's true. Um, so what have you been doing in your Corona time? Um, I started playing Nier Automata. Oh, I... you just started that one. You So you also hadn't played that, actually? No, I mean, I'd seen stuff about it. I didn't think it was going to be a game that I was going to pick up, so I didn't mind, like, spoilers mm. and stuff like that as much. Um, but I did, I did actually end up picking it up on a decent sale. And so I got through my my first playthrough and my A playthrough, and I'm partway through my my second playthrough. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, I didn't think I would be into it Give me either, a but it's right really back. fun. Keep talking. I gotta grab some some water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the music's really good. Um, God, it's great. The music is phenomenal. Yeah, it fits that atmosphere perfectly. Yeah. The the combat's fun. Like how it changes up and stuff like that. It's a lot of it's a much smaller game than I thought it was going to be, as far well, as like a single playthrough. As far as a single playthrough, it's just yeah, the expanded stuff takes place on the as you keep playing it. But uh, All right, back. yeah, um, oh, that's funny that you, so you wait, Dan, did you beat it? I'm sorry, uh, I got through the first playthrough. Okay, so yeah, there's multiple endings, and the after three years and something yes. days. Oh, you heard about it? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The final secret was revealed. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and he, he, it's 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 an input command. It's an actual old school cheat code where you actually use your controller to put it in. And... Yeah, that's funny that Yoko Taro. I mean, people kind of had to see this. What you can do in the game, like you can end the game by like putting a bomb on the ship, and then it's like you've ended the game. <laughs> Like, That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you can you can like pull your chip out, right? 
Yes. A, there's like a chip that'll kill you. Yeah, to you can it pull out your own chip and like destroy yeah. yourself. That's I guess that's considered one of the endings. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, Yoko Taro is working on two games. I guess he begged the producer of Near Automata like to do a project with him. He's like, no. And then he's like, I guess like he begged him. And then they asked like how it's going, and the producer is like, God, I wish I wouldn't have said yes. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Yoko Taro's like vision, like he's like a madman, right? So I mean, his vision is like he wants, like he aspires to create the vision that he has, like in his mind for the project. So they have two projects coming in the works. Hey, but you know what though? I mean, as a visionary, he gets his workout. Unlike that uh, guy in Square Enix. No, uh, which one? The Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy Fifteen guy. Uh, is that? Tatsuya Nomura? Maybe. I'm trying to remember who's the... I'm trying to remember who the... Because he's the guy that started with the... Like, he was the designer on, like, Final Fantasy VII, not the director, but then he also took over Final Fantasy for a while, and I thought maybe Kingdom Hearts was his baby, but I could be mixing it up just because the influence on the design of Kingdom Hearts is still very... very Tatsuya Nomura, but, yeah. That that shit gets confusing. (laughs) Like it started that one. It started out with like, okay, Disney and SquareSoft, and it works way better than you thought. And then it just gets fucking bug nuts. Ah, uh, Nomura, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, Kingdom Hearts three point eight and a half minus one, and you you know you missed one of them, and they all have story. Yeah, it's also the fact that he's like a known perfectionist at this point. That he's just will have them work on the first chapter for like six months and then become horribly delayed with the rest of the game because he wants it to be perfect beyond reason like uh, that david. guy doing star citizen <laughs> oh yeah davis uh what have you been playing uh i'm on a little break from assassin's creed no reason just i was intense in it and there's still a bunch to go so i just took a break i went back to the wii for a wii i went back to the wii <laughs> uh oh, the switch damn the switch now uh for a little bit i just finished i was telling dan just before uh this little indie game uh brothers a tale of you finished the sentence for me yeah it has tale of two sons a uh, tale of two sons so that's like a indie game that's been around for a little while think like dan dan had it and hasn't done it yet same thing for me i like it purchased it it's been on sale it's like a little indie game but it's kind of interesting because it's like puzzle stuff basically but you play two i guess sons trying to get like the this something to uh cure their father it seems like he's sick and so you control one with the left hand controller and one with the right you can also do uh you know two player but it's the interesting thing is to do a one player and have to make it make sense with your brain as you're moving them both around two completely different characters with like your that actually sticks. sounds like a pretty cool concept. It works pretty neat. It's also very depressing as it goes on. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely trippy to play. Definitely some kind of cross-connective stuff with your brain that makes you do really stupid things sometimes because you thought you were controlling the wrong one. Uh, uh, real quick, I, wanna, uh, no. I just want to cycle I, back to Nier Automata to Chico. We never say what it did. Oh, it, it lets yeah. you jump to the last and final ending of the game. Yeah. After that makes, one that... playthrough in the first boss. Oh, you have to do a full playthrough? 
Uh, as far as what I've read, you have to do one full playthrough and then beat that first boss. Where you I meet think knights. so. Yeah. Yeah. The, I don't do like uh, if there wasn't like a game sale going on, like I probably would have went back to Nier Automata because the gameplay is like so fun. It's great. It's legit super fucking fun to play. I'm. I think I've done three endings, maybe. I oh, think I've shit. done three endings. Wow. Not all, not all of them. Uh, I have to look up what I'm supposed to do for some of them. I guess maybe one of one of them. I could be that. But that's the one where it's like you can jump to the final one where you have to like delete your save to help someone else. That's right. It'll, it'll jump you straight to that one. Yeah. So I imagine you could do that one, get that ending for like if you're doing the platinum run, get that ending, and then start a fresh file and get the other endings and keep your save if you want or to do that. You could always just wait until you go onto the ship. And then just do uh, the self-destruct button. Yeah, is that the one you're saying? Just do a bomb or whatever, and that ends it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't thought of had yeah hadn't thought. Yeah, of that. I didn't think of that either. Cause I cause I read about it and I was like, all right, let me hit save really quick. And then I was like, what the fuck? I was like, it actually worked. I love <laughs> the uh, um. So when you first play the game, there's like the whole thing like you set up your settings and it's like the self-destruct. Like oh, you you need to activate it. I'm, you can click no, and you get a little bit of dialogue from from nines. You can keep clicking no, and it says recording in the top corner, and like blah blah blah. And you do the second playthrough. The second playthrough is much like the first one, except there are little cutscenes here and there. So far, in my experience, that alter it, and a couple like side paths that a different character takes. But that whole section plays out in the exact same way that you inputted it the first time. I didn't even pay attention to that. I think I remember that now. Yeah, that it just worked out exactly the thing. Yeah, so I ended up annoying myself because I kept clicking on no (laughs) to go through all the different dialogue options (laughs) while I'm trying to, like, skip through this whole thing. So wait, did you like hacking as nines? Oh, it's interesting. I don't like how it starts you off immediately with, like, bullets flying at you. Yeah. That seems a little cheap. It's it takes some getting used to. I definitely got better at it. I hated it for a lot of it, and then I sort of got it. Yeah, it's it. like one of those things. Like you kind of like adjust to it. Like you you do well sometimes, and you do shitty the other times. It just all depends. It yeah. varies. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not bad. It's a bit loose for a a twin stick shooter, in my opinion. But it's not too bad. What about when you're a mech? You like those? You guys like those parts? <laughs> those and were like, kind of fun. Yeah, those, those are kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I, those yeah. were more polished than the well the hacking was just like this other weird mini game it just turned out to be super important for mm-hmm. some of these enemies oh it, yeah i know because i didn't focus on hacking so that's what that's why i was asking mm-hmm. you guys yeah it becomes really important how many have you played through that adam or yeah I yeah think how I, many... I played through it twice though and i, I know it's important for like the, the gold time. the gold dudes yes so that you can that's what i was gonna ask about randomly. about the gold enemies because those yeah it it's really important for those to get those done fast. Now, what is it? Does it? It just lowers their defense or something? Because it, it didn't it seem takes like a it big was... chunk out of them. Takes yeah. like a yeah, and then it makes it, makes it, it, it easier easier. to polish them off. Yeah, because I was watching their their health bar, and it didn't seem like it would drop after a successful hack. But it's like I, I felt like I was doing more damage with my regular attacks. Some of them, I believe, they do do damage. Um. 
it might be as I don't know. I don't know if there's a way you're getting stronger in it or your chips. You know, if you mod yourself so it's like more hacking damage or whatever. Uh, it's been a while since I played through it, but they it winds up being some where you like can hack them and you can make them like just blow up from that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had too much uh, hacking chips popping up yet. Yeah, they sh they should, I believe, if memory serves. Yeah, I've seen a couple with like a shock and like a fire, mm -hmm. but nothing like extra damage or anything like that. Um. Oh yeah. So, so like I said, there was a sale. So yeah, I got caught up in my backlog. I did uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which was yes. really good. Can't believe I slept on that one. Yeah, and man, and great. Uh, I picked up The Witcher, Dragon's Dogma. And ease lacrum lacrimosa of Donna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know one those up. ones. Those last couple ones, I don't know. Uh, all right. So the Witcher, real quick. Let's yeah. get to that. Yeah, man. Um, I don't think I should be playing it on a base PS4. Feels uh, like it, it doesn't play as well. I don't know. It feels like stiff. Like I was like, this definitely feels like a computer game, like a very stiff computer game. I don't, know. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not. I don't like switch. I have spent a while since I did any kind of base computer game, but uh, that's what I played through all of my uh, The Witcher stuff on is is just my just a base PS4. I don't have a PS4 Pro. I feel like it's. I don't know, man. Like I feel like I mean, like I read all these good things about it, and like everybody praises it, but like I don't know. Like for me, like the controls, like I just can't. I can't get used to the controls yet. So it, I was like, ah, yeah, it's it a lot took to me learn. a bit. It yeah, it it feels like a lot to learn, ex especially at the beginning. I got to the point where it became really intuitive, um, but it did take me a little bit. But I'm firmly on the side of uh, yeah, the the people that praise that game. It's really it's really worth it, um, especially if you figure it out. The stories and all the content are really good, and I think the gameplay will become like more intuitive. You know, just. Yeah. Don't overwhelm yourself too much with all the spells and stuff at the beginning. It'll get easier and it'll figure it out. Just level up for a while. Yeah, and also like see like early on like I failed. Like I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how did I fail something? But it's letting me progress. Like and I it was like a mission or some shit. And so I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm gonna start this game from the beginning next time. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to like an action RPG. So I just switched over to Ease. So sure. that's right. That's like a 25, 30 hour game. After that, maybe I'll go back to it. If not, I'll go back to Dragon's Dogma. And the director of Dragon's Dogma says they are possibly working on another Dragon's Dogma game. Wow. Well, I don't know. Dragon's. I was telling Dan, like, Dragon's Dogma is, like, pretty interesting. Like, the size of your character can depend on, like, how much they can carry, how fast, like, stamina regenerates than the strength or like things you can do so the character design is like really important to your character's build and how they're going to function throughout the entire game i don't know nice i don't know anything about uh dragon's dogma uh feels like i should have heard of it but i again i'm not as tapped in things as you i just started uh, i don't remember if i talked about this on one of the previous ones but resident evil 7 i've been playing through that uh i still never heard that it's atmosphere is great. Uh, boy, do I fucking hate uh sp space management in inventories. <laughs> oh, yeah. it still has that. It still has that. Uh, I'm See, doing it on easy because fuck it, I have things to do. <laughs> but it's still <laughs> so annoying. 
but the atmosphere's great. So. Yeah, it's got to be better than, um, I don't know, that unfinished game that they said wasn't for the last generation, but they made a console for it. And that would be Cyberpunk. Why did they make a <laughs> why Why did they make a Cyberpunk console for a game that's last gen? And they're like, no, nah, nah, this was supposed to be just PC. That's right, the Xbox One Cyberpunk edition. No, yeah, no, this was never supposed to be that. Like, I heard like a, a pretty good analogy. Someone was like, um, "CD Projekt Red is basically a kid whose mom told them like, hey, I want this room cleaned by Friday.'" And then when Friday comes around, they're just shoving shit under the bed and like behind the door and in the closet, and like yeah, it's clean. Oh man, I watched the whole hour long video of everything, and oh man, what they promised, this is not it. It would, I mean, it could have been like a an okay game, but they promised so much that they couldn't deliver a lot of it. Yeah, I don't know too much about what they promised, but like there's. There's some funny bugs for sure. It definitely seems to be running a lot better on PC than his own console. Yeah. I don't even know why they really. I don't know why they didn't bothered have to the do patch like... ready for the PS5 and oh. the Xbox Series. Wait, X. did you hear the? Well, best the PS5 part? and Xbox aren't out yet for those versions. I, I know. I don't know yeah. why they didn't have those ready with all the delays. Did... How about this? DLC Maybe they're fixing out. all it. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to fix the rest of the shit, and they were like, "We'll just throw it. We don't care about foreign." I don't know why they bothered with PS4 and the other one then. But why are they coming out with DLC if they're worried about patches? Oh, that's right. They did announce DLC. And it's like, what the fuck? Everybody's like, what the fuck? And then they're like, yeah, we have this giant patch we're going to roll out too. It's like, oh my god. This game is going to be under construction for this whole generation. Then they're eventually just going to give up. So like, was No Man's Sky, though. Yeah, I ended <laughs> up flipping. People, people are enjoying actually playing Cyberpunk. Yeah, I'm I'm going to get it when I get a PS5. I'm just not going to do it on this generation that's on the phase out cuz like clearly this they just shouldn't have even like bothered. Yeah, but Horizon <laughs> you know? the Horizon uh what is it Forbidden West? That is uh that's coming out on last generation also. Yeah. Again, I yeah, why I don't know. Well, don't that know. seems very confusing to me. Like just let cuz then it's like the base has to be is limited right and so then it's just like what is the rest just frosting is it just like oh it looks better it's yeah like, it's probably like 4k resolution and 60 just or make a, 120 frames per second modes yeah. or whatever. it's like just make a thing for uh i don't know that seems strange to me like just just make it for the newer system it's 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 the thing of diminishing returns right that game was in production probably a bit before they told them about the PS5. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Damn, check it out, man. Yeah, yeah, I got them just on. like you. As with you could my be. Pulse 3D audio headphones. Dude, I can't. I've seen these only one at a time, and I've seen them in Target twice. And this was the first time I saw them in store, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you like them. To, uh, they're pretty good. I've never had wireless headphones, but. Um, they really, uh, they really cancel out like a lot of noise, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, dude, this has got to be super loud, like, because I'll be like, I'll have my son next to me like in the bed, like, and he's asleep, and I'm like watching something. I'm like, oh fuck! Like, he probably heard that, and like, I'll take the headphones off, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, you can't even hear him. Like, you'd have to have it up really loud <laughs> to be able, for it to be like audible. Uh, yeah, but I like them. Uh, the controllers, I see them all the time, but then I see all of these controllers breaking online i don't know yeah i don't know how much these people are playing i mean 
Presumably, How? they're YouTubers or Twitch streamers that are constantly playing and making content, maybe. Were they playing a shooter game? Were they playing, like, the new Call of Duty? It's just like... Brrr. Maybe. That could be it, actually. Because it does that's, use the motor That's motorcycle. a lot of demand. But I, I almost feel like... Because it's, like, the first one that's so, like, off of the controller that's so, so much of a trigger. I'm mm -hmm. wondering if people aren't used to that and they're just slamming it too hard. Mm, could be. But, I don't know. I haven't had one in my hand yet. I mean, obviously I had COVID a couple weeks ago, but before that, just got to swing by, man. No, I want my own. Cross our fingers. <laughs> that icon needs to change on PlayStation Network next to my name. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you want it for is that status. Yeah. What's up, Dan? What were you going to say, man? I honestly don't even remember. But you know what? That gives me an opportunity to say, are you excited for that Spotify... Persona 5 yeah. soundtracks? Yeah, I just saw that today. I just saw that a couple hours ago. Yeah, actually, fuck yeah, dude. That music is sick. I fuck with that, dude. And I fuck with the Ease music, too. But Persona, though, I'll like sometimes just go on YouTube and type in Persona 3, Persona 4 music, because it's honestly pretty good, dude. I noticed you didn't mention that Persona 2, though. Uh, 2? No, I'd rather go into, like, Shin Megami Tensei 4 for Apocalypse. I will say Tim Rogers of Action Button YouTube channel is going to do one of his infamous reviews of a Persona game, and he's going to do Persona 2. And why? he does... That's so different. <laughs> why? I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen one of his reviews. I just watched a... Uh, this weekend, this holiday weekend, I watched a five-hour review of Tokimemi... Tok Toki... Tokimeki Memorial, uh, which is a Japanese game that Igarashi worked on before he was moved over to the Castlevania team. That is infamous one for never being translated to the West, one of the most biggest dating games that was PG at the time. And also, apparently has so much content that most people will probably never see it in their life unless they play the game, unless they like only play that game. Because there's like random events that would just happen. If you've met certain unknown criteria. And he did a review on it for five hours. This man wow. is well-spoken. He has interesting stories and anecdotes. He knows Japanese. He's worked in the business. He even worked with Suda51. He's a fun watch. And I am excited for him to tell me why Persona 2 is the best Persona game. Oh. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I beat I beat No More Heroes one and two, so I'm ready for three now. Twenty twenty one. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So are you guys gonna be getting the uh, Capcom arcade console? Oh no! This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. This is fucking dumb as shit, dude. Who? They just had a big ass Capcom sale. Who didn't buy, like, if someone is, like, a Capcom, like, fanatic, right? If they didn't own these games, they do now after the holiday sale. Oh, let's, like, let's, let's break this down. Is console? All right, so it's ten games. All uh, right. Five of them it's are like a little, little like, arcade home, little mini arcade thing, like the uh, Neo with Geo. A TV. Like a unit with a, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. And it's got the, the blue and the yellow scheme on it. It looks like Mega Man's helmet. Yeah. More or less. Um, yeah, so ten of the games, but five of them are from Mega Man. 
Um, you get Street Fighter 2. Oh my, the Street Fighter is the most ridiculous. Start with the Mega Man because the Street Fighter is ridiculous. Okay, uh, let's see. The Retro Station will feature 10 games, five from the Mega Man saga, another five from the company's famed Street Fighter 2 series. Unfortunately, it looks like the system is only designed for single player experience, <laughs> giving that it only has one joystick. That's not cool. true. It does have multiplayer. Oh, oh like online, maybe? It's or... online. No, like no, 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 no. If, if you have two consoles, you can get a USB dongle that'll do multiplayer. Or oh, they... if you have two. Or they are also releasing um, a separate stick that you can plug in. So this is, yeah, so. Okay, make sure I'm I'm correct okay. on this. So it's it's like it it's five Mega Man games and five Street Fighter games. So, okay, let me tell you the games. Let me tell you the games. Um, this is yeah. off memory, but it's Mega Man Power Battle and Mega Man Power Battle Two. These are arcade fighting games. Mega Man Soccer. Yep. Um, shoot. I can't find it. R G T had it. Ah. Uh. There is some kind of thing that I read about that's like a little station. That's the one. that had. Well, I, I think this is not that one because this one has a bunch of... This one that I'm looking at has like 20 games or something. That's not the one. No. no. Yeah, also Actually, the, the name is really bad. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Mega Man Soccer, Mega Man X, and Mega Man and Base. Jap- Japanese console version. So you get the, the Japanese game. Yeah, those are not even things that would be in an arcade, you know, when arcades were a thing, though. <laughs> okay. the weird thing about that. So now now we get to the Street Fighter version. The, the, the five Street Fighter games that they're including in this uh, compilation. Alright, ready? You ready for this? Street mm-hmm. Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. Super Street Fighter 2. These are all Street Fighter 2. Super <laughs> Street Fighter 2 Turbo. And the only different one, the only real different one... Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, which was their uh, Columns clone, That's which ridiculous. is actually pretty fun. So, <laughs> I mean, for people that love Street Fighter 2, I'm sure that sounds great, but I, I How just... How much was the price? Oh. Good question. Oh. I forget. It's like, uh, I think it's like 500 bucks or some shit. No, it's, it's like not It's not, It's not. not 500 bucks. It's 21,780 yen, which is roughly oh. equivalent to 200 in debt. 210 US dollars. To be fair, it does have an 8 inch screen, which is twice the size of any other home arcade system. But it is a ridiculous price, nonetheless. Yeah, you gotta be like, I don't know, man, a real collector. The one, oh man, I wish I would have got that fucking NBA one up arcade machine. Hmm. I, I want to get the, the AT at Games Legends one that has like. The trackball and the uh, twister thing. We actually got uh, a recreation of the uh, Star Wars flight yoke from the old arcade game, the vector graphic one, as well as a, a Tron stick and a Tron spinner and a trackball yeah. that we can make like a little cabinet with. Yeah, there. Basically, anything you could get from any of these is the issue is like these are pro- emulatable, probably, <laughs> and available online, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's one of its it's for so, the plug and play convenience. It's yeah. for the like having the cool nostalgia. You have your own little arcade stick with the buttons and everything. Yeah, like that. there's one of those that was available for a while that had Alien versus Predator arcade on it, and I was like, that actually. Was oh, you're talking about the Capcom cool. stick. 
The Capcom yeah, but two it's player like ridiculous. That spells out Capcom. Yeah, it looks dumb as shit. <laughs> it is the dumbest looking thing ever. I wanted one because it was two players, and I was like, I'm just going to use this. It was I was going to hack players. this, and I'm just going to uh, play yeah. arcade games with this. Yeah, if you could do that, and that was the only thing. The only one that was unique on there was just like Alien vs. Predator Arcade has never really been published on any of these because of rights things. So, yeah, but, but I'm sure there's an emulator around for it. That yeah, you it's use called a, a lot control. of the time they're just going to use like an emulator, and it's going to have tearing at mm-hmm. like, the bottom. Yeah. So most of the time it's not even worth it. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah. And, like, you know, you could just emulate it for free, and it's like, oh, there's tearing. It's like, yeah, but I got it for free. Exactly. Like, oh, man. Um, also, the Atari VCS is actually out. People have it now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I don't really care about it. Yeah. Um, the Atari sucks. It's got uh, 8 gigs of uh, RAM and 32 gigabytes of uh, storage space. You get you get some some free old Atari games, and then you can buy some other old Atari games. Yep, you could. You could run Stadia on it, and oh. you can dual boot it. So if you want to run the Linux distro and turn it into a RetroArch console, you could do that and not give Atari any more money. Hey, how about uh, Elder Scrolls getting turned into a television show? That's right. What do you know about that? Hmm. Do you think this is happening because they saw like The Witcher's success and like Yes. No, yeah, other... they specifically mentioned The Witcher when they were talking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, that's crazy. Um, you know, Bethesda's got to be like right now cuz they own that, right? Yeah. That company's got to be so happy over this and over Cyberpunk because it's like talk about Fallout 76 now. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're not them. But do you think this is actually going to happen? Because uh, Xbox has a history of talking about making shows and not all of them coming out. Mm, I don't know, man, because this could be like their own lane. And then eventually they could potentially be like, oh, yeah, you can only watch it here, like on our like whatever streaming platform that we've developed. Right. I mean, maybe. I mean, I I don't know. It's hard to say. Do we have high hopes for it? Yeah. Seems pretty uh, counter to what makes Elder Scrolls interesting in that it's like you basically do whatever you want in this other world and that they have to pick a story to focus on, right? What if they bandersnatch you, bro? Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be so fucking stupid. Oh, uh, but, um... I don't know. Like, yeah. I- I'm kind of with Davis. I'm, I'm not really... The lore can be interesting, but the day-to-day stuff just isn't that interesting in, in those games. Like especially especially since I feel Skyrim has kind of changed like the the tempo of uh, the direction of those games and what makes those games popular. Right. And honestly, I don't think Skyrim's better than Oblivion from what I played. I think Oblivion had a better storyline and more interesting side quests. I don't know. I never played those games. I wanted to play them, but I never had anybody to play them like with. So I was like, ah. You don't play them with anybody. I thought you play online with people. No, that's only the most. That's only Elder Scrolls online. Oh shit! I thought all. Okay, I thought all of them were. Yeah, unfortunately not. Although people oh. do like that Elder Scrolls online. Um. <laughs> what? I said although people do like that Elder Scrolls online. Um. Oh yeah, so it was on PlayStation Network. I was like, oh, let me look at movies, and then what the fuck do I see? 
Oh yeah, I was like, oh, they they fucking put it on here already. Monster Hunter. It's like, nah, you can pre-order, you can pre-buy it. Oh. I'm like <laughs> so dumb. Come on, like I'll just pay the twenty bucks to watch. It's basically like me going to the movies and getting like food. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's fine. Like I'll pay the twenty bucks. I was kind of um, hoping it'd be like on Amazon Prime rental or something. I don't know why they're not letting it come out digital. I know, dude. They're hold. They're gonna hold it because they did the same thing with Tenant, dude. They were holding. They had it right there, like in your face, for a, about two to three months. So give it another two more months, and then we'll be able to watch it. Right. Um, and then what else did I see on there? Fuck. Um. Uh, oh, oh, that's what I wanted to say. That's why I was thinking TV shows. So did you finish The Mandalorian? I did. Yes, I have not uh, had what? access to Disney Plus yet. Dude, are you serious? Yeah. What? Dude, just do the free trial already. It's already all the way out. <laughs> oh, is it all the way out now? Yes, it's done. Yeah, two seasons. Okay. Well, all I've seen the seven. first season. Yeah. So no, just... you have to. This man, you got to watch it. And you know what? I don't know why I like this show too. Cobra Kai. I don't. Oh, know Cobra why Kai I like is amazing. It. I don't know what I don't know. I can't put my finger on why I like it. Like I binged I'm, the entire new season last night. I know I finished <laughs> it in two days. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know why. Like I was talking to my friend, and he's like, "Dude, I don't know why I like it either." Like no one can tell me, but it's like <laughs> I love that show. That's because it's because we're we're kids. We're we're from the eighties, dude, and it just tickles all those eighties like pleasure centers of of media we grew up watching. Yeah, like I don't know, like if like kids of today will get like the, like the references that uh, the sensei from uh, Eagle Fang uh, that he makes, like because they're outdated. So it's like only people like of that generation know what he's saying, right? <laughs> right, but I mean that's why they have the younger kids that kind of play off of that. So yeah, they they got yeah. they got the kids that uh, seem like they're on like a. a CW like teen drama because <laughs> they always have like the perfect coif hair and the like baby blue eyes yeah what uh, I, okay so when uh, when Daniel's son goes to Okinawa right oh Davis are... have you seen the new season no I've not seen the first season of that one either. what That's one I've been waiting on yeah wow. no good reason I just haven't been watching that much so but I keep hearing it's great you're, you're so. in the pandemic stuck in your house i know <laughs> guy who didn't watch the mandalorian <laughs> i don't have disney plus i have free, an excuse free trial man free yeah trial. i was waiting for the entire thing to be done seven days yeah i'm gonna you do i'm gonna do it now now that it's all done you better watch it man don't oh man you're missing out on so much it's really good it is really good uh but is it better than cobra kai Cobra Kai is I damn can't good. Speak to it because I haven't seen that one yet. But it's I've like I've seen both. Two it's very like different shows. Look, this is a Star Wars thing that unequivocally is good <laughs> from recent times. Like right, think right. About that. But do we enjoy it because <laughs> we've not enjoyed so much leading up to it? Well, no, okay, it's so... legit good. It's legit well done. It's yeah, actually man. the first thing. Like the only thing, like Fallen Order, was actually the only other thing that made me have flashbacks to some of the things in story or tone. I was like, oh, these guys get it. Mm-hmm. Like, flashing back to some of the original, the spirit of it. Like, in The Mandalorian, it's a different tone, but it's valid. And See, because it, I, watched, yeah. I watched the first season, and I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I did not think it was as 
spectacular as everybody's making it out to be. Dude, trust me, the second season, oh yeah, it goes there, man. It's it's really good. Like I can't say why, but you'll know why when you watch it. All right, but and on the counter of that, the first season of Cobra Kai, I was hooked. Yeah, they they had me by the hook. They were dragging me out of the water, and I was yeah. happy to go with it. I watched it when it was on YouTube Red only exclusively, and I binge watched that in like a day. Like I just stayed in, I just stayed home and just watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was good. Um, but the Mandalorian, one of my friends was saying, he's like, it's kind of like a western, and I was like, yeah, you know, what? it kind of is. Yeah, uh, that's what the, I, I think they, that's what they were intending, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's there's been a lot of trade between like. Also, like, samurai or Kurosawa stuff in Western movies for, like, a long time. Because season two has a lot of more even overt references to kind of, like, samurai yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, because of code and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which makes yeah. sense, because Star Wars was based off of samurai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they were, like, samurais and those cowboy things are... Basically, it's just the East and West version of some of the same thing. Uh, they're little technical differences with the individual characters but everything else of like a lone person this the starkness of it is like they, they've always been tied together well, i'm glad we got to talk about cobra kai i wanted to bring it up but i wanted to try to stay low focus so thank you for that adam <laughs> uh yeah it's just one of the many shows i've been watching um another pretty good one i don't know if you used my showtime but your honor is pretty good. No, I haven't With watched Ryan Cranston. I haven't watched too much of that. Um, I don't know if I can because Gail's pretty much in the room all the time, and oh, that's not bad. So, so there's not a lot of swearing or nudity or anything like that. There's no nudity. Oh, that's that's better than most things on shows, huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think I finished, like, everything. So I think that's pretty much, like, all I'm watching that and Shameless, which you can't watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Then I started watching this show on Showtime with Ethan Hawke where he's a guy who, like, frees slaves. Yeah, that's he's a John Brown. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, it's a real guy. It's a yeah, real it's the man. real dude, John Brown. Yeah. Uh, like, what is what it? The, the Good Lord Bird. I enjoyed yes. that a lot. I enjoyed that I haven't that a finished lot. it. I gotta go back to it, man. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I heard I heard about it on the podcast, and I was like, let me check this out. And just like our just, listeners have just heard about it on the podcast, maybe. <laughs> um, so, did you guys pick up anything uh, over the holidays? Yes, game wise, a lot. Uh, like two hundred dollars worth of games between me and Gail. Lots of uh, puzzle games. Yeah, actually, Gail's already beat two of them. She's playing her third one right now. Uh, she got uh, The Last Campfire, Carto, and she's playing Arise right now, which I actually think we might have had on computer, but whatever. Like, it was it was cheap enough. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're all good games. People really like them. Um, and, you know, I've seen her play through some of them, and they, they seem actually, like, pretty well made and stuff like that. Uh, we also picked up this, like, Russian... Um, survival management simulator game. Um, I think it's called like uh, I forget what it's called. But it's like they will come for us or or something like that. Yeah, I f- I can't remember what that's called, but I think I know the one you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that was like like two bucks. Hmm. So yeah, I had to get that because you know that's my type of depressing game. Gail has different types of 
depressing games. That's my type of depressing game. Uh, I also picked the Pan Panpaku. I think it's Panpaku, uh, which is like a Metroidvania game. Um, basically, they look pretty interesting. I picked, we got a couple VR games. We got Robson's Journey, which doesn't run on PS5, but we always wanted to check it out on PS4 anyway. We got um, Star Wars Squadrons. Oh uh, yeah, have you played that yet? No, not yet. We got uh, uh, Gail got a game called Transpose. I think we picked up um, I Expect You to Die, which is one we were always kind of interested in checking out. Basically, just a bunch of stuff we were kind of interested in checking out that was on sale, and ended up jumping up to around two hundred bucks. I mean, some of it was kind of thirty, forty bucks still. Yeah, like Squadrons, I think was for sale, but it was thirty four or something still, right? Yeah, I think so. What are you, Davis? I uh, picked up a few things. Uh, definitely still on, got a backlog of things I can uh, finish. So it's trying to trying to keep track of it. I I just picked up still uh, the the last campfire. I had heard some good things about that, and it was like what a couple bucks. It was yeah, it was a on bucks. a good sale. Yeah, that's that's so. Gail got the platinum on that one already, actually. Yeah, so I picked that one up because it was cheap. I just uh, am still downloading, actually, I think now. I just impulse bought the uh, Panzer Dragoon remake. Oh, my God. Oh, my. All right, you triggered me, Davis. You triggered me. I never played that game, but I hear people love it. So um, I got the, a physical copy off of Limited Run Games. They only mm. had a Switch copy, but, you know, mm. it, physical copy, and it came, and you could get it in the Sega Saturn, like, uh, replica sleeve. Uh, oh, case. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, the jewel case, the long one? In the, yeah, in the long Saturn jewel case. So I was like, alright, cool. I love the Panzer Dragon games. I think they're really fun. I'm not necessarily great in, at the shooter ones, but the RPG saga, yeah, perfect, I miss immaculate. The, yeah, that's one that someday I'm going to get a Saturn just to fucking play that if I ever get like a better income and I can afford to get a copy of the RPG one. <laughs> you can't, just emulate it. It's yeah. it's not oh, worth it. Try... That's a good call. Good yeah, call. It's it's not worth trying to get a physical copy of that game because it's like it's eight hundred so bucks or something. So few. Yeah, and they they actually lost the code for that game. Yeah, I watched the thing recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. But I love I love the RPG. I love the combat mechanics stuff like that. It's it's a weird RPG. It's not like a traditional one where it's super story heavy. It's it's not. It's kind of light on the story and kind of ambiguous in a sense. But. So I got it, and they got my like announcement that Panzer Dragoon is shipping. I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. it's finally shipping. You know, we finally caught up to it after all the delays with COVID. We're shipping this out. The day after I get that email announcement, they announced that they're doing the same thing for the PlayStation Four. And if I mm -hmm. had the option of getting the PS Four version, yeah, I absolutely would have gotten the PS Four version. Yeah. That's well. That's the one I'm downloading. I didn't get. I haven't gotten a couple physical things in a little bit. But I've also been trying to be careful that I'm paying very little for them because I can't resell them if I don't like them or anything. So, uh, but I yeah, I loved the first Panzer Dragoon a lot on Saturn. That was a thing we would rent like a Saturn or something from a Blockbuster. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, uh, and like I would play that one. That's super i just love the atmosphere and the design it was really interesting so we'll see uh hopefully it's been ported like well and who knows i know it's basically an on rail shooter but i'm uh, you know vulnerable to this the nostalgia of that audience for that so yeah uh, i, th I, I think you'll be happy i guess 
Uh, I think you'll be happy. I've heard that the that it is a good a good version of it. Nice. Uh, there's one I want to. I don't know Daniel, you might uh, or Adam, you both might know about this. Uh, I have not played it yet, but it is on the Switch, and I have downloaded it. Moon Remix RPG Adventure. So this is this little known RPG that for years and years, I believe it wasn't like. It may not have been localized to American for years, but basically, as I understand it from the reviews I read, you are like this little guy in this world that has been ravaged and like attacked by an RPG hero. So it's like like a role-playing game hero has gone through these towns and whatever and basically like wrecked everything. And you're right. some guy who's like repairing the damage that an RPG protagonist has oh. wrought upon this world. That sounds fun. Uh-huh. This looks like uh, it looks like Super Nintendo graphics. Yeah, I like, mean, it was. Kind of. I think it may have been for the Super Nintendo. It was like from like a long time ago, <laughs> and okay. it's been like a cult thing. Yeah, like 1997 was the initial release date, and it got ported to Switch. So it's been this cult thing for a while. Uh, so I downloaded that, and I have not played it yet. But like with that premise, that just sounded pretty great. Like. This actually, it looks pretty cool. Like, it looks interesting, actually, now that I look at it. Um, it's got yeah, kind of an interesting graphic style. Definitely reminds you of these sort of isometric RPGs from that era. Yeah, like, it's almost, like, it's animated, but it's almost, like, 3D. Like, I don't know how to how to put it. Like, it's, I don't know, it's its own style. It's like know. like Super Mario RPG kind of a little yeah, bit. Kind yeah, kind of like the like the buildings have more of a 3D texture to them than rather than like the characters. Yeah, cuz those are like pre-rendered for sure. Yeah. But then you've got kind of 2D characters going in, but some it's yeah, so it's How much did you get that for? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I thought it was on sale, so it was maybe like 12 or 15, I want to say. I don't know if it's still there now. I might but, check this out, man. Uh, it actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's definitely yeah has has it has a big cult following. So and I, I like the idea of clearing up somebody else's protag RPG protagonist mess. That sounds really interesting. It's a yeah, I don't, I fun like take those, on it. Like, those uh, those weird RPGs like Earthbound, um, stuff like that. It's like not like or like. Um, golf story like things that are like rpg but they're completely different yeah yeah actually actually just reminded me of a story i saw uh throughout the week uh a ps1 game called magic castle that uh was being pitched got pitched around to sony and a couple other publishers at the time that never got picked up is uh coming out um The one of the developers like like came across the the build that they had and he's like you know what I'm just gonna finish this and put it out. Okay, so I mean you can you can just download it. It's free. You can download it from Internet Archive. It's oh, called so Magic Castle. Is, yeah, so this is literally just this thing that was designed for like what PS One basically that era. That era, yeah. Um, and it was it was it was pitched as a PS to be a PS One game. Hmm. And yeah, it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Like the guy, they they were working on this game. They couldn't even find somebody to pick it up. And then you know, years later, he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm just gonna finish it and put it out there. That's cool. Oh, that kind of reminds me of um, a Dreamcast dev kit that was like, yeah. purchased. Yeah, yeah, it had the Simpsons on there. Yeah, it's had some Simpsons it. game, but like you were like a mosquito or a fly. 
Yeah, you're in a mosquito a... in the Simpsons like universe. So you're inside the house. I guess they showed it to Fox. Fox passed on it. So wait, it is done is this really a, well? Is this a Simpsons version of Mister Mosquito? Yes, basically, yeah. yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was before Mister Mosquito, I believe. Really? Yeah. Well, Mister so Mosquito was, like... was that? That was PS2 or whatever, or was it Dreamcast? Because that was like this weird ass yeah game where you were a little mosquito. It did come. Wait, you're right. It did come out that generation. So maybe they sold their idea. Or I don't know. There's like very little details about who or where this thing came from. I read yeah. the articles and they're just like, yeah, it's on this dev kit. Just just yeah, a- some guys like, oh my god, I haven't seen this in years. Like, yeah, feel free to like do whatever you want with it. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mosquito came out in Japan June 21st, 2001 for the PS2. Mm, so it's hard to say. But I don't know. Maybe it came out first. I don't know. Maybe they copied the idea. Uh, the game is so creepy. It's it's such it's such a weird, creepy, like perverse game. When you look at screenshots of it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Gun Gal. Have you played Gun Gal? Uh, I own Gun. I own Gun Gun Pixies on the Switch. Uh, and yeah, it's a very perverse game and. I thought maybe the gameplay would be fun, and it was just like, oh no, this is all. It's not even about gameplay because it's just got clunky mechanics. It's just all about being a pervert. But I got it because I got the collector's edition for ten dollars. So I was like, okay, I have no idea what this is. I'll take it. That's like when I that's why like when I watched Showgirls, thinking it would be like funny, but it just made me feel awful. (laughs) Yeah, like I definitely don't want to play that game or want it installed on my Switch. I was gonna say, uh, did you take it to work and you're like, oh, let me let me see what this game I bought is, and you like turn it on and it's just a bunch of like girl moaning sounds. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, no, I don't understand it. Um, oh, there was a a game that released on the eShop. Do you hear about that game, Sense, a cyberpunk ghost story? I is that is that released already? I heard about it uh, recently, very recently. I think, I think it released, and there's like people are like, how dare you, Nintendo? You sell this on the eShop store, and it's like, what the fuck? And like, it passed the ESRB. Like, they can sell as long as you guys are sticking to the ESRB. Like, we allow people to sell their content on our platform. So, so Davis, because you probably don't know about this, people are upset off of a trailer. Okay, people who don't play video games are upset. That sounds right. That checks out. (laughs) Off off of a trailer because one of the character models has big heaving breast scissors. That's Apparently. yeah. That also. This is a Japanese game, or I mean, it could be anyone. Crown? But yeah, I think yeah, have, yeah. Crown? I mean, Dragon's Crown designers are clearly fans of breasts. It's like pretty clear, and that's on console. Yeah. So just why are the people that are like thinking that this is like why are, are they size? finding this trailer? I guess. To then complain? Is it because Switch? They're just like Nintendo. This was for the children. This is is that the, why? This is for the families. It's at, like all right, at, well after they after they put out No More Heroes one and two. Yeah, I yes yes I know. The Witcher three is on Witcher, Switch now. Witcher, I know, dude. You can you can like say like they like say shit that I'm like, what the fuck? Like on The Witcher, when you're just walking around, you're not even like engaging with people. You seduce characters in The Witcher games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. do like almost anything in the Witcher games. <laughs> You'll fight an aborted baby in the Witcher game. <laughs> what, really? Yeah. I Wait. To the Witcher Three. I thought you were joking on that. No, you fight it. You fight a dead baby. <laughs> but to be fair, you you, you technically kind of do that in Bloodborne as well. 
if you get the DLC. I have not gotten that far in it yet. It's, again, time commitment on that. Yeah. But, but I'll yeah, fight yeah. a dead baby. I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> uh, so I think it's uh, mature language is used in the game. And, yeah, like Dan said, you can seduce people because you're trying to find clues to solve a mystery. It's like it's all. And you like can only solve it by fucking. <laughs> it's it's like it's a horror game from what I've seen. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a horror like almost like point and click type like style okay. game. Like yeah, only like a couple right. degrees away from a visual novel in a sense, like click exactly. click click yeah. click. I think I think yeah. it, like inspirations were like Clock Tower and Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they said it was. Yeah, those are look, those are adult, those are adult games. So people right? are, are are like speculating. They're like, well, it's like, would this game be doing as well? It is like, would it be gaining any attention because like the eShop setup is so terrible that this mm. would have just been one of the many games that just right. blew under the radar. Yeah, right. No, I would have never heard of it. There's like 800 games every day that are on sale because it's just there are so many indie developers and stuff that can get on there, which, I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's so much. It's so much. Yeah. I mean, if Nintendo th- doesn't even know everything yeah. that's on there. I mean, Adam, I don't know if you remember uh, way back, we talked about a story about a, a game that was on Switch um, that was like a re-release for Switch that was like PC. It, it was a PC uh, porn game, basically. They got you know re-released on Switch. They put like black bars yeah. to cover up the characters and stuff like that. But some of the black bars, when they actually like when they compiled the code and everything like that, ended up in the wrong spot. So for a oh, while, God. the nudity was visible <laughs> on the Switch version. Yeah. What? Wait, so I had was that not just heard the title screen, one. or was that in the the whole game? Like in the game, it's like one of those type of games where you like you know play poker or something like that and remove oh, articles okay. of clothing or something. If, if I remember correctly, it was like a Tetris type version or something like Bejeweled, one of those oh, type of things. I, I know exactly. Okay, I know exactly what game we're talking about now. I remember this. Yeah, and so like as you win, articles of clothing get removed, and and some of the black bars just ended up not being in the right place when the game first launched. Nice. Yeah, I remember uh, somebody released something that used like, was it Mario or Zelda music in it? It was like some indie developer just made some shitty game where you just wander around. Like, nothing ever happens. You mm-hmm. just wander around this, like, lackluster visual island. And, like, it was playing, like, Legend of Zelda music. And they're like, and then Nintendo got word of it. And they're like, what the fuck? And they pulled that shit. You're right. Like, we'll do yeah. a better job of trying to monitor. But it's like 200 games, like, a week or so are getting yeah. uploaded. Like, they, they don't know. Yeah, and they can't pay somebody enough to play through, actually play all the way through those games. Some of them are, like, barely playable. Exactly. Yes, that's they... also true. Yeah. Usually you can kind of tell by the title and the screen, but, you know. I mean, it, it, it should be a rule that it's, you have to play, like, you have to get past the first three levels. If you can't, it doesn't get up on the store. That might yeah. help. <laughs> then some uh, schmuck's going to do something crazy on level four. Yeah. <laughs> ruin it for everyone. I mean that's fine, but at least you can actually play a little bit of a game. Yeah. Guys, you guys want to hear what the PlayStation Plus games for this month are? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. All Let's right. What they are? We get the PS5 version of Man Eater. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Nice. But you also get the PS4 version. You guys? Wait. Oh, we do. Yeah. Really? Okay, I didn't know. I that. thought it was just for PS5. You sure we get the PS4? Uh, well, maybe not. But you guys can. Yeah. Oh no, it's actually not available. 
That's yeah, what I thought. See? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna be like, oh, because that's one. If actually... that were like a a, I would like play a, for free. I would play for free, but like or like a couple bucks, but like well, I'm not remember, gonna pay thirty. Add it to your libraries when you guys get your PS5s. You'll have it. Let me log in on my uh, PSN. You, you won't have to. You can do it on your phone. Really? On the PlayStation app. I didn't know that. Oh my god! How long have you been on this podcast, Adam? <laughs> no one ever told me. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it between you and Jeff. I've mentioned it multiple times. Well, that's a long time ago. I didn't have PlayStation Plus. Fine, fine. But yeah, just add it. You go to the PlayStation Plus collection on your phone or whatever. You get all the free games. You just add them to your library. Huh. And you just play it. They're just there as long as you keep your PlayStation Plus subscription. That's a good tip. Yeah. Um, also, for the PS4... Uh, we're getting Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Greedfall. Oh, that's right. Greedfall is on there. I'll maybe do Shadows of the Tomb Raider. I think I have that one already. Greedfall just seems like a big fucking commitment. I mean, freeze like easy. But I, I, did... I heard it's okay. But it's yeah, like I did not remember what that game was until you started mentioning it right now. I was like, oh yeah, that's that one where you get to like choose a side of this. Oh, conflict. it's that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah this sort of thing like analogies to colonization and stuff, which sounds like there's some interesting ideas in it, but it's also like another thing where you get to do a lot of leveling up and whatever. Just like I know, I didn't hear it was amazing, but like it wasn't terrible if you wanted to play it, like if you're into it. Yeah, I heard like, it. I've, I've heard so. That, I actually know somebody to play it through, and they they seem like they were having a good time with it. But they good. also. They also really like that type of like American style RPG too. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it's free for this month, so that's cool. Those as are long as certainly you're in the like United States. Yeah. Um, other territories such as Japan, Saudi Arabia, and Korea, South Korea do not get that game. They get something else. I don't remember what it was. Do they get Man Eater? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they don't get Greedfall either. I I don't know what's in there that they find offensive. Maybe it's all the colonial talk. I don't know. Wait, is Tomb Raider not included for them? No, no, they get Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. It's for some reason it's Greedfall. I don't know what it is, but it, yeah. Hmm. Also, Epic Games bought a mall. <laughs> uh, bought like, a mall? Like yeah, a shopping mall, like you go into. Uh, yeah, purchased a nine hundred eighty thousand square feet, eighty-seven acre Carry Town Center Mall. Are they gonna like just have all of their people gaming in there? Gonna is it just gonna remain a mall? No, it's 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 they bought it to be like offices and stuff like that, office buildings, recreational spaces. You know, basically they're based instead of building a Google, they're just buying yeah. a mall and turning it into a Google. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently it's it's a uh, it's kind of it's kind of a trend among businesses that just buy old dead malls because malls are dying. Yep. No man, I'm a mall rat. Oh man, that's that's there. There are some of those in malls now. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for this week. You got anything? Uh, no, nah, I think I'm pretty tapped out. Davis, anything else? Uh, I don't think so at the moment. No. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to us this episode. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Uh. Hopefully, this will be a fresh start, and we'll hit the road running again without too many things getting in our way, but we'll see. Life 
always is a wild bag, and we got that new virulent version of coronavirus in California, so... Wild bag! Wild bag! Wild bag. <laughs> See you all next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you next... Bye. <laughs>